evening guys this is julie julie and the red jeep girl and i'm doing something a little different tonight um i do this every once in a while i either read a poem or i talk about things that aren't related to my 2003 ford mustang that a few people have thankfully and graciously listened to my podcast about for 50 now 51 episodes and I want to say thank you to all of my listeners and everyone who has supported me through this. Um, I'm a very small creator. I'm a very small content creator. And some things I want to talk about tonight is kind of a get to know me, so to speak, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> so why did I start my podcast? Because I started getting back into cars when I moved back to my hometown after living away for 12 years. And I've been going through a lot of rough stuff. Things I probably won't ever talk about openly on here. But getting back in touch with mechanics and having something that took my mind off of everything in my life uh, and along with being able to reconnect in this manner with my dad who taught me everything I knew when I was younger. When I left for college, I knew so much about cars and then life happens and it just, if you don't, if it's not something you practice every day, it just gets pushed further and further to the back of the filing cabinet that is our brain. So being able to connect was really awesome and wonderful and it just kind of lit a fire in me again to get back into mechanics and just push myself and see what I was genuinely capable of doing and I've found out I'm capable of a lot and I've said on a couple of episodes about practicing until your technique and and your memory of things are are precise so you don't make mistakes but literally with mechanics you can do everything per perfectly and you're still going to have mistakes mishaps something is going to go wrong and that is entirely for the most part okay unless it's something extremely expensive that gets broken then it's an absolutely extreme problem but that is why I'm taking it bit by bit that is why I talk about the basics of car maintenance on here just enough that you could do in your driveway at home or give you enough information on how many opinions you need before you take your vehicle uh, to someone with the dead set decision that that person is going to be the one fixing your car. I want you guys to think about these decisions. I don't want you to immediately have a knee-jerk reaction of, oh my gosh, my car needs fixed. I'm just going to take it to the first person and I'm going to trust them. I don't want that for you guys because there are so many people out there and there are unfortunately so many shops out there that you can take your car in for an oil change and they will scam you. They just will. They will replace things that do not need replaced, that have no business being replaced on your car. So I talk about that on here. But a couple of get-to-know-me's, like a little random, a couple of random things um, just about me personally uh how do I take my coffee I like espresso and I do I have a machine that I fixed a few years ago and so I make myself 
every other day or so a double shot espresso with a pump of caramel and either steamed whole milk or steamed oat milk. And I'm starting to experiment with coconut milk and I'm liking it pretty okay. Um, I'm sensitive to almonds now. Don't know why. Don't know for what reason, but I am. So I've had to steer away from a lot of almond-based products. Um, something weird about me, since I was a little kid, I've always dipped my pizza in chocolate pudding. I'm talking about food tonight because I want to. Anyway, um, yeah, I dip my pizza in chocolate pudding. I am almost automatically my go-to mood is anger. I'm a very grumpy and can be a very dour person at times. Yet, simultaneously, I am positive and I want to be energetic and I want to see everyone around me win and and not be a sad Sally or whatever. I want to see people succeed. But for myself, personally, I am grumpy. Just let me be a grump. <laughs> it's Most of the time, it is not towards anyone in particular. It is just I have always been hot-headed and, and full of rage and and whatnot, and I have worked really, really hard to try and figure out where it stems from, and I still don't know after all of this time. It's just that is my go-to emotion. Um, and then if I get too angry, I start crying. And yeah, so uh, I've talked about my health issues on here. Uh, previous ones and current ones that are about to get diagnosed further or treated further. Um, I've talked about a little bit about being medically gaslit and we've talked about people who gatekeep hobbies and everything like that. Um, and I talked about how I used to be an absolute pick me gatekeeper on things I had no business even gatekeeping on. And that is, you know, just confronting and, and dealing with my own toxic traits and apologizing to people who I've hurt in the past. And if I haven't apologized to you yet, please speak up. And, and I will if I hurt your feelings in some way, shape, or form. Um, people I won't apologize to, but I will try to sometimes understand, is bullies. Because most people who are bullies have some very deep-seated issues. And I wish them the best in healing from it. And not taking it out on other people who did absolutely not a damn thing to them other than exist. And it bothers them. I don't tolerate bullies. I want to understand them. And I wish them the best. But, yeah. That might be a little contradictory. That's not what I was going for. But I hope you get what I'm saying. Um, I'm also a very emotional person. Or I can be at times. I don't feel like I am tonight. Uh, I feel anger for a lot of reasons. And uh, a lot of hurt. Just because my family has dealt with quite a few losses since Christmas. Sorry, my phone went off. Um, quite a few losses since Christmas, and I catch myself still being bitter about it. And so I can be bitter. I can lack empathy. It makes me human. Everyone goes through these stages, and I want you to know that you're not alone. 
I am an extremely <laughs> consistently inconsistent person. Um, I got my degree in history and I took time off to be a mom and at one point to be a wife and I thought I was going to have more kids and I've discussed my hysterectomy on here. Um, and now it's just me and my boy and my loving family who took us back in. And, um, yeah, what else? Uh, I love sweets. I love desserts. I love books. I love reading books so much. That's part of why I got my degree in history is I got to read a lot. I got to research a lot. Um, cited sources are extremely important. Always use a citation generator on your research papers if you're in college or high school. Um, and double check your sources. Make sure they're primary and secondary. And if you find a tertiary source, trace it back to its primary source because you can do that. It takes a little bit more legwork, but you can do it. You can find a primary source from tertiary source and beyond. So, um, yeah, this is just going to be my mind talking tonight. Uh, what else? Um, I have a cat. Her name is Cupcake. I've had her since 2015, and she was kind of sort of a rescue from the work, from the job I was working at. Uh, no one wanted to take her home, so I took her home after we found her. And she has been <laughs> an obnoxious little angel baby demon ever since, and I love her. And my son was very scared of her when he first met her, but he warmed up to her and he just, he carries her around like, I don't know what, like a stuffed animal. And she's, she's, she can be pretty grumpy, but with him, she's just like, oh, it's Isaiah. He can, he can do whatever he wants. This is my human that I protect. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I have a cat. I have my amazing son who is almost an entire foot taller than me now. I am four foot nine. I have been four foot nine since I was 12, 11, 12, somewhere in there. I have not grown since then. And, um, yeah, I'm a squatty body. What else? Um, for almost four years now, I've been living in a garage and about to be moving out of a garage, and that seems really weird. Um, I'm very grateful for this living space. It has been very nice and accommodating, and I've been able to get a good amount of work done from here. Uh, when I first moved in, I was doing my wood burning, and I stepped away from that this last year because of the health issues that I started dealing with. I couldn't concentrate. I was even having a hard time doing my podcasts because it literally, quite a few of my episodes I went back and listened to and I was like, I sound like I'm having a stroke. I kept tripping over words. I kept stuttering and I'm still stuttering, just not as badly anymore. Um, I have been helping with family and doing research to be more skilled at running a website and and learning how to do more techie things and 
sometimes I feel like I just keep hitting a bunch of dead ends and I don't know if it's going to be a valuable skill to me. Um, because when I'm working on my car or I'm cleaning or I'm writing, the the satisfaction is almost right there. Even if I have to go back and clean things up or fix things and whatnot, it's it's there. The evidence is there. The proof is there. But learning how to understand doing work online or, you know, trying to push myself a little bit more with graphic design and things of that sort, it, uh, I don't know, it makes my brain buffer a whole, whole, whole lot more and I lose focus and I lose interest and I have to take weeks at a time off to come back to it and be like, okay, I feel comfortable enough to learn a little bit more. Um, I still do color garden flag on my own time. It's, it's good exercise. It was something I loved in high school and in college. And I keep doing it because I love it. And I miss dance and I miss flag and I miss performing. And I don't know that I'll ever actually perform again. Probably not. But it is just something that I love to do in my spare time. And it takes my mind off of things like working on my car does. Um, I have a book of poems that I was supposed to publish last year and I got it laid out in a format and I realized I had only written half of a book and not a whole book. So the poems are not done, uh, being cranked out of my think can. So hopefully just a few more months and that will be done and I'm working on two or three novels two of them are just like well okay I have six total uh in very different genres but I three of them are layouts and three of them I've actually written a couple of chapters on and I have some idea of where the stories are going to go and how many books are going to be a part of those and all of that um My hair a few last year was a bunch of bright, vivid colors, and I took it, toned it back down to just a more of my natural blonde color. And I hate it. I feel like I've lost a piece of myself without my vivid hair colors, so they might be making a comeback real soon. Um, I would like to get the sides of my head shaved. Uh, because having long hair gets really, really hot. Um, I cry at certain movies. Other movies that should make me cry don't make me cry at all. One of my absolute favorite movies is The Red Violin with Samuel L. Jackson. I love that movie so insanely much. And there's not a lot of people that love that movie. But The Red Violin is one of my absolute favorite movies. I love listening to classical music. Jacqueline Dupree, um, the cellist, is one of my favorites. And her, her concerto from Edward, uh, Edward, Ed, Edward El, Elgar High is one of my absolute favorite pieces to listen to. Um... 91.9 out of vocal out of Edmond is one of my favorite radio stations to listen to. If I don't have Spotify playing, 
I listen to way too much George Watsky, and I'm not sorry about that. I love listening to just about any genre or subgenre of music. I will find something from each, from everything to listen to and keep it with me as much as possible because it will remind me of something that made me happy or made me sad or had a really profound meaning to me. Um, let's see. Um, I, I don't know if I really love a ton of nineties music though. I, that's probably weird. Because I was born, I was born in '88, so I should love '90s music. But I don't love it all. Well, we don't have to love it all, but yeah, there's just some. I'm people are like, "Oh my gosh, I miss that song." I'm like, I listened to that so much when I was a kid. I never want to hear it again. Thank you. Moving on. Um. When I was a kid, I said I wanted to be a world-famous traveler, and I'm still aspiring to do that when I grow up. Yes, I know I'm an adult, but I haven't grown up yet. I don't know that I ever will be, because I know I'm supposed to act my age, but this is the first time I've been this age, so I really don't know what to tell you about that. Sorry. Um, Let's see. I like to sing really loud in my car when I'm stressed out. Um... Snow the Product is one of my favorite female rappers. She is amazing. She is absolutely phenomenal. And I love her work so insanely much. She is amazing. Uh, what else? And I said I love to read, but I don't have any book recommendations off the top of my head right now. But I'll think of some. I'll get back to you. Um, I'm going to say um a lot on this episode and you can turn it into a drinking game, which is what I used to say at the beginning of my episodes way back when I started two years ago, but I've kind of like, you know, moved on from that. Cause I'm like, maybe it's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This is my show. I will say and do what I want respectfully because I love you guys and I don't want to upset anyone, but also this is kind of a free for all tonight. Take it with a grain of salt. I love you all. Um, what else? Yeah, I tend to wear my emotions on my sleeve, if you haven't figured that out by listening to most of my podcasts. Um, One of my favorite things to do is I like to meditate. I like to go hiking. I like to go swimming. I'd like to get back into kayaking when I have the money and the means to travel more with my son. I'm still working on that bus, allegedly. feels like it's never going to happen, honestly, but I know it will in due time. Uh, I have, like, next to no patience. I am not a patient person. I am a go, 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 go all the time person. And the pandemic, I was just like, we can take this day by day. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. No, it's been two years. It's been two years of me being home 
and watching a lot of difficult things happen around me and I always say on my shows if you're able to stay home thank you for doing so continue to wear your mask and I know mask mandates are lifting and then they're on again and then they're off again and and there's all this chaos going around all over the place all the time but COVID is still a thing people are still losing their families from it the same as heart attacks and the same as war and I think one thing that did bother me today or has bothered me the last couple of weeks is that um, everyone was talking about the gear up for the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial and it is a very unfortunate thing to be happening and I won't give my two cents on that because I feel like we should still be paying attention to what's going on in Ukraine and Somalia and Yemen. I think those are very important things that we are not paying enough attention to. And I don't have all the answers. I don't have solutions. I just think that those are things we need to pay more attention to and be knowledgeable of. Now, some other things about me, moving on from war and serious matters around the world that are going on and are very real and affecting us every day and more about getting to know me. Um, I love makeup. I haven't worn a lot of it this last year. Um, I went through some very serious depression last year and I had gained weight and I was having a lot of issues with executive dysfunction and just, I was a mess. And part of that is what's called coming out of survival survivor mode and actually facing in facing my issues and dealing with them but the other thing was physical health issues that I didn't know I was having until I got an MRI last year which like I said we're currently in the process of getting fully diagnosed but um I love makeup when I feel good enough to wear it I wear it I usually tend to go for more gothy or out there a little out there but also in some way subtle at the same time. I don't know. I'm weird. Just go just go with it, okay? I feel like I'm not making sense, but it's fine. This podcast doesn't have to make sense tonight. Um, I love to sing. Not just in my car, but just in general. I like to sing. Um, ever since I was in the wreck with the four-wheeler a few years ago, I feel like my singing voice and my voice in general has not been the same. Uh, I had a partially collapsed lung that tried to collapse a second time and it was very, very painful. And so healing from that and doing the breathing exercises, I did all of that and I still feel like my voice has changed since then, including my singing voice. It's like I can't get a full breath, which is weird. Um, let's see. I hate seafood. I want to eat it. It looks good. But I hate it. I can't handle the taste of it the moment it gets, like, to the back taste. But I don't know how to explain it. I just, I get really ill, and I feel like I'm going to throw up. And it all looks so amazing and delicious. But, yeah, I can't eat it. I've tried so many times. 
Um, I like beer. I like wine. I don't like a ton of hard liquor, and I don't drink very often. Um, I can go, like, months without drinking. And I'm perfectly fine with that. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't upset me. Um, but as far as drinking goes, I I like beer. I like dark beers and L's and stouts and wines. I like red wines. And it's weird because before my hysterectomy, I liked white wine and I was not a fan of red wine. And then it completely shifted after my hysterectomy. And I was like, that is weird. Your taste buds change also every seven years. So maybe it was just the seven-year mark and I didn't realize it. Who knows? I do like vegetables. I love fish. Fre- fish? Fish? Hmm, no. I like fresh vegetables and steamed vegetables and sautéed and blah, 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 blah. Veggies are delicious. I also love butter. I love baking bread. Baking bread is really fun and really relaxing and soothing. Um, it's something I like to do when I'm completely home alone and I have like full control of like somewhere that I know the temperature is not going to get messed with, with people running around. And so those are the days when I like to bake bread. And then once everyone gets home, look, there's bread with butter. Enjoy. Um, I really miss Colorado. It's one of my favorite states to visit. I want to do more there. I've only been to Denver and Colorado Springs, but I want to see the entire state. Uh, I love Texas. Texas is one of my favorite places to go to. I have family down there that we visit every couple of weekends. And I, yeah, I just love, I love Texas. Um, and New Mexico, New Mexico is another place that I would, I think I would enjoy living there. Honestly, I would like it in some ways. I'm like, I feel like I am a well-educated person, but at the same time, I'm like, I've never left the entirety of the United States other than to go to the Bahamas on my make-a-wish trip when I was 11 years old. I really want to go to Scotland. I want to go to Ireland and Iceland. I want to go to Norway, Switzerland. Germany, France, Italy. I actually have family still living in Italy that I would absolutely love to meet someday. Um, I grew up my entire life in Oklahoma. And I've only lived out of the state for one year. And that was it. Um... I really miss the ocean. I fell in love with it when I went on my trip to the Bahamas, and I want to see more oceans, and I want to take my son to see more oceans. Uh, what else? I'm boring tonight, I'm sure. I think I'm going to read you guys some poems, and yeah. Be right back. So the first poem I'm going to read tonight is not one of my poems. It is by William Blake. It's called A Poison Tree. I was angry with my friend. I told my wrath. My wrath did end. I was angry with my foe. I told it not. My wrath did grow. And I watered it in fears, night and morning with my tears. And I sunned it with smiles and with soft deceitful wiles, and it grew both day and night, till it bore an apple bright, 
and Foe beheld it shine, and he knew that it was mine. And into my garden stole, when the night had veiled the pole, in the morning glad I see, my foe outstretched beneath the tree. So obviously there's a lot to unpack from that poem that I'm not going to do tonight. It's just one of my favorite poems. Uh, I'm not going to dissect it in any way, shape, or form with any of the poems uh, that I will be reading tonight. All right, this next one is going to be The Passionate Shepherd to His Love by Christopher Marlowe. Come live with me and be my love, and we will all the pleasures prove that valleys, groves, hills, and fields, woods, or steepy mountain yields. And we will sit upon the rocks, seeing the shepherds feed their flocks by shallow rivers to whose falls melodious birds sing madrigals. And I will make thee beds of roses and a thousand fragrant posies, a cap of flowers and a kirtle, embroidered all with leaves of myrtle, a gown made of the finest wool, which from our pretty lambs we pull, fair-lined slippers for the cold, with buckles of the purest gold, a belt of straw and ivy buds, with coral clasps and amber studs, and if these pleasures may thee move, come live with me and be my love. The shepherd's swains shall dance and sing for thy delight each May morning. If these delights thy mind may move, then live with me and be my love. I love that poem. That makes me happy. That's a good one. A really good one. So I'm going to read two of my poems that I have written. And these are my original works. And if you try to steal them, you will not like me very much. I will make your life unpleasant. Anyway, next two poems by me, yours truly. To the Pyre. Bring your scorn and your hurt, lay it at the center. Bring the truth and abuse, allow the fuel to enter. Bring it to this place, may it burn, leave no trace. Keep the good, destroy the bad, let go of all the destruction had. May it be engulfed by this fire. So bring your pain, bring your doubt, lay it on this pyre. And my next one is the duality in peace. When you heal, you will breathe again. You will stop being tired of hearing people talk about how strong you truly are. You will have that job, the home of your dreams. No, I didn't say house because that isn't always where home is found. Once you grieve, accept, and have exhausting epiphany after epiphany, you will find your footing. You will cast your boundaries and become stable once more. You won't beg for people to stay in your life. The right ones will be there. The others need the walk. From now on, you will trust without getting in your own way. Love in your own way. Have faith in the entirety of yourself and be content in who you are now and who you will become in the future. You will sleep at night. 
you will accept who is staring back in the mirror and treat them with more respect, an earnest courage, and a wild love. You cleaned your mental house. Your survivor skills finally no longer fit the life that you deserve. You will let go when you are ready and not a moment sooner. The heartbreak that felt like it stole almost everything from you. Everything you were, your trust, your world. Whoever caused it is no longer here to hurt you like that again, including the previous versions of you. Yet while those boundaries are cast, find you find allowance within yourself to let yourself be happy and when you find the things that make you happy, you will be cautious but no longer fearful, wise instead of foolish. From now on, if this pain returns, you will know in your heart that you may become bitter again, hurt again, bruised again. But that doesn't mean returning to older versions of you. It means you now choice peace for you, for your family, for your sanity. I hope you liked those. Thank you for listening to those. All right, so more about me as a person. Um, Let's see. Um, One of my favorite movies is a Disney movie, Atlantis, The Lost Empire. That's one of my absolute favorite Disney movies next to Big Hero 6 and The Emperor's New Groove. Um, and Brave. I love Brave. Uh, some of my favorite TV shows is What We Do in the Shadows, Toast of London, IT Crowd. Um, I watch Rain over and over way too much, even though I know as someone with a degree in history is way historically inaccurate. And I get that. Shut up. I am there for the drama. Okay. It's pure drama. It's, yeah. Anyway, um, I love books about werewolves and vampires and dragons and all sorts of mythical creatures. Um, I love... A lot of things. I'm a very loving person. Even though I said I'm a grump, I am also a very loving person. All my friends I love dearly, and I will hurt you if you hurt them. But most of the time, I'm like, you seem also hurt. I'm not going to try and fix you. I will cheer you on while you fix yourself. I will do that, but I will not fix you. But I will be supportive. Um... I love hugs. I love cuddles. I like sleep, even though I have a hard time sleeping at night. I am a chronic insomniac, and I don't feel safe sleeping at night. Um, I have tried everything under the sun. I've tried magnesium oil, honey, uh, lavender, um sleeping pills like prescription or non-prescription i've tried melatonin melatonin gives me the worst night terrors of my entire life so no i don't do melatonin gummies in any way shape or form um i don't even like taking my prescribed medications so yeah um i wish i could sleep at night i know i'm supposed to be sleeping at night Maybe I'll get back there again someday. I was there for a little bit. Even when I'm working, I normally don't sleep at night. That's what I do on my days off is I catch up on sleep. 
because uh, I just about can't turn my brain off. Um, what else? What else? I'm a very messy person. It will take me like a couple of hours to clean up my room and I'll be like, why did I put that off for three months? It's because I knew where things were in the mess, okay? Like if it's messy, I know where things are. And if I organize it, I know where things are also, but I forget where I put it in the organized place. And I feel like some people will understand that and other people will not understand that whatsoever in any way, shape, or form. Um, the only time, one of the few times I am like genuinely organized is when I am cooking. I get all my ingredients gathered. I get everything set out tool-wise, whatever that I need. And same for when I work on my car. I make a list of the tools I need. I lay them out. I have like a note open on my phone or on a piece of paper the steps I need to do to do whatever it is I'm going to be working on I am not at a place where I can just absentmindedly go out to my shop and just fix things I have to write it down I have to have a list for those things now when it comes to cooking I can lay out some ingredients lay out whatever I need to to use for those ingredients and come up with something on my own and not have to follow a recipe necessarily. But when it comes to working on my car, no. I am not like that in any way, shape, or form. I have to have my tools laid out. I have to have things organized. I have to have buckets for all of the screws and bolts. And I have to take pictures because I'm going to forget where something goes. And so, yeah. I do the videos to show you guys on TikTok and more on YouTube eventually. And <sighs> big yawn. I'm putting myself to sleep. Um, oh, I love The Witcher on Netflix. That's a very amazing show. And I read the books when I was younger. And then when he took like eight years to come out with the next book, I lost interest and never picked up the series back up again. And I've all but forgotten the books. And I've read The Lord of the Rings multiple times. And um, I keep having to go back and reread them. Because the second time around I read them, I was in college. And I had a lot of papers due. And so it was like I was reading it, but I was not retaining the information. Because finals. <laughs> Um, I, one of my favorite things to do with friends is just to pass a book around and read it. It's so calming to me. It's weird. I know I am probably the most boring person you've met right now. If you're listening to this for the first time, um, I do like comedians. I like John Mulaney. I like Mitch Hedberg. I love Maria Bamford. I love Angela Johnson. Um, Brian Regan. Oh, Lord, who else? So many. So many. One of my other favorite shows is Afterlife with Ricky Gervais. He had to really pull on our heartstrings for three seasons and then cancel the show entirely or just end it, I should say. And I'm very sad about that because I really, really loved that show. It spoke to me about a lot of things. 
Um, let's see. Yeah, of that I was gonna get on here and more say like three hours worth of stuff, but I'm about to stop at the forty five minute mark because. I thought I had a lot that I wanted to say, but I guess I changed my mind, which is fine. This episode doesn't have to make sense tonight at all. And uh, if you're listening, I want to say thank you. If you're struggling with something, I want to say you got this. You are stronger than you know. And we are not supposed to be strong. We're supposed to be safe. But congratulations on being strong. You're doing it for you, and I'm proud of you. Uh, I really want to skydive. I really want to skydive. I want to jump out of a plane. I just want to yeet myself out of the plane and be like, oh my gosh, I hope I have a parachute on my back. And yay, there's a parachute and I make it to the ground safely. That's how I want that to go, okay? Um, I really want to get into ice bathing because I'm weird and I think it would help calm my nervous system down because I am always an anxious overthinker that overthinks everything that I'm gonna say all the time all the time yeah I'm always afraid I'm gonna say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing uh in high school I was afraid to get a job in retail because I had an illogical fear of cash registers I it doesn't make sense to me either because I grew up in my dad's auto shop where I had to use a register and a computer on MS-DOS. It makes no sense to... I, d I don't know. I'm weird. Hi. Um, let's see. I've never... I've never had a car payment. I've always bought my cars with cash. Or traded them with my dad. And, uh, and <laughs> other things to be like, Hey, I like that car. What will you trade me for it? Can I have it? Um, no, he would uh, he would trade me for the vehicle I was currently driving, and then I also had to do some work for him around the shop or around the house or whatever. Um, so he didn't have to do it, which I appreciated greatly. But yeah, uh, cash. I've never had a car payment. And this next year, I'm probably going to have to have one, though. Um, what else? Uh... I'd like to have a job in my degree, but most jobs that require a history degree also require that degree to have a master's, and um, I haven't gone for my master's yet for so many reasons, but I'm expanding my skills in other areas so I can be seen as a valuable employee and asset once my health issues are calmed down a bit more, because I would very much like to get out of the house. I've been here for two years talking to you guys, and I love it, I love it, I love it. However, I also would like to be out of my house. And, yeah. Uh, what else? Um, yeah. 
Oh, my jaw pops really weird because I broke it in a four-wheeler accident, and I found out last year that it's going to be a very expensive surgery if I want to reset my jaw. And um, no, there's not even a high chance that it would work to fix the popping issue. So I'm going to hold off on that until I get a few more opinions because it also involves re-breaking my jaw, and that's painful. So let's maybe put a pin in that one for a while. Um, my computer sounds like it's about to take off into space because it has an overheating issue. Um, I love gelato. I like cake. I like to decorate cakes. I've decorated almost every single one of my child's uh, birthday cakes and had a theme. Made sure it was, he had a lot of fun that he loved it and it was what he wanted. Um, how am I as a parent? I have roles for my child, as do most parents. Uh, when my son has a question about something involving politics or religion, which I don't like to get into on here, um... He wants to know my opinion before he gives me his, and I tell him, no, I want to hear what you have to say first, and then I will tell you because I don't want to influence your opinion just yet. So that helps him feel comfortable enough to be open and honest with me, and I think open, being open and honest with your parents is important, and I don't ever want him to feel afraid to come talk to me about anything. And it also has helped him to just come forward and say hey I did this wrong and I am sorry and I will accept my punishment whatever it is and it he tends to learn his lessons a lot it's more manageable for him to learn his lessons not take it as feeling like he completely screwed up or that rephrase it helps him to feel like he can fix whatever problem that he caused because I want to give him the tools to do that and make sure that he knows and realizes every single day that he's capable and he can do anything he wants in this life as long as he is willing to work for it. It's a very important clause to tell your kids. they got to be willing to work for it. Um, I'm not big into conspiracies. I'm not. Uh, as much as I love nerd culture, I kind of skate around the edges of a lot of different things, but I'm not fully immersed in a particular one. Um, I'm learning how to play D&D. My son is teaching me how to play Magic the Gathering. I'm slowly getting sucked into Among Us. Um, but I, when I say I'm boring, y'all, I crochet, I read, I watch TV, I do my wood burning, I work on my car... Um, I do color garden flag, but at the same time, like, I, I, I don't follow trends and I don't tend to, yeah, I don't know. I'm on the outside, I'm looking in, anyway, um... Like, and that's not a brag thing. That's just the reality of who I am. And that's something I really love about myself, to be honest, is that I 
um, I like being flexible and learning about all of these different things because it helps me feel like it matches my personality. Like I said, anyway, um, I don't like mouth noises, which is annoying because my own jaw pops and it drives me absolutely up the wall insane. I hate my own mouth noises. Um, I have... Uh, reverse slope hearing loss which means I can hear higher pitches but not lower tones and that is really weird because the other night for the first time in a while I could hear the wind blowing outside and that was very confusing to me because it didn't sound like how it used to sound and I hope that makes sense um I can't hear myself when I'm writing anymore that's really weird uh, but with the hearing loss, sometimes, well, not sometimes, all the time, duh. Um, there's some things I can't hear when I'm chewing, so that's nice. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, I'm a train wreck. I'm a train wreck and a half. Um, or should I say four-wheeler wreck? Let's see, I get panicked very easily. I'm a very anxious person. I always feel like I'm going to say or do the wrong thing. Um, I have battled with body dysmorphia, and I don't want to get into eating disorders tonight, but it is a real thing. It is something really difficult to overcome, so if you've overcome it, I am super, super proud of you for taking the time to love and appreciate your body where it's at and the potential of where it could be without it feeling like it's meant to fit a society norm. Uh, for me, losing weight used to be all about how I would look at the end result. It was not about my health at all. And right now, last year, when I kind of like just shut off from the world, one of the things I had to work through and really come to terms with was okay, I have a hypothyroidism issue and I have these other health issues. When I lose weight this time, it's not for how I look. It is for the health and vitality of my organs. It is for having a happy heart. It is for having a healthy body. It is to help my immune system that is constantly trying to attack itself. It is for so many other reasons than a societal norm. And I had to make peace with that and I had to fight that I was never going to turn to binge eating or bulimia ever, ever again. And I haven't. I haven't for almost for almost 12 years. I haven't. Yeah, 12 years since my son was almost. Since my son was about 18 months. So, you know, there's a lot to there's a lot that. I had to work on before I felt like I was genuinely ready to make that change. And so, so something that I feel that gets overlooked a lot with weight loss is not taking the time to think about the mental impact it's going to have on you before you start the process. And that's what I chose to do last year. And it doesn't have to be like that for you guys. Um, I can't tell you what to do. I'm just sharing what I decided to do for myself because in the past I would snowball into weight loss I would hit a plateau and I would just that's it I'm done I'm done I'm done for now I am done 
forever sometimes it seemed um i had to make sure it was all for healthy reasons the correct reasons and not for what my body was going to look at like at the end of it um let's see i love chocolate i love candy i've said that already don't care i'm gonna say it again sweets desserts everything those are amazing um there is also a june bug in my room and i've not been okay about that that's one of the reasons i keep going uh is because i keep seeing it flying around my room and i hate it so much uh winter is my favorite season i love the cold i hate the heat i get so sick in the heat i am not looking forward to summer in any way shape or form I'm very upset that this last winter I got as sick as I did because winter is usually when I get, when I have most of my energy and I feel like getting up and doing more during the winter. And in the summer, I just, I feel so exhausted from the time I wake up to the time I get back into bed. I just, constant chronic fatigue. That's what heat does to me. Um... I think that's where I'm going to leave off for tonight. On the next episode, hopefully I will have some wills picked out. I know I said I would have it for this episode, but I still haven't made a decision because I'm being the most indecisive person in the world about it right now, and this June bug is about to give me a heart attack. Um, but thank you for listening to this rambling. Uh, thank you for getting to know more about me. If you have questions about your car that you think I could maybe answer, please don't hesitate to do so on Anchor. And um, take care of yourselves. Drink lots of water. Wash your hands and all of that. And I didn't do this the last few episodes, so I wanted to say it tonight. Thank you to all of our truckers. Thank you to the doctors and nurses that genuinely care. Thank you to everyone who has continued to work throughout this pandemic relentlessly and fought and advocated for people who have desperately needed help thank you to everyone who is helping in support of the people of ukraine yemen somalia thank you to our truck drivers thank you not not you texas anyway um i'm kidding um thank you to our teachers who are about to get a well, well, well-deserved break. To the states, all of the United States pay your teachers better. Do not put a cap on nurses' income. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Um, wear your seatbelts. And don't forget, check your oil change your oil every 5,000 miles, rotate your tires when you change your oils, wash your hands, wear a mask, be safe. And right now, wear a mask because it is super high pollen season. That's why I wear a mask. I'm vac I'm double vaccinated, so yay. But yeah, wear a mask because allergies are trying to get us now. And COVID is still a real thing. Anyway, um, enjoy these ramblings. I love y'all. Stay hydrated. Have a great night.